So, uh, before we ask you any questions uh, concerning this or maybe some things that you've seen in the past that were not okay, you know, um, we've got a few, so we've got some time. So, uh, I mean, it's like 9.15, so if you want to, and then we'll pray and wrap up. We'll probably take another 15 minutes. And if you've got any questions or anything like that, I'd love to answer them revolving specifically around the gift of administration, elders, leaders in the body of Christ, the steering of the ship in the church, how that functions, maybe how we should respond to it, um, things that you would be concerned about or, or maybe lack an understanding on it, and maybe the Lord would speak um, and give us wisdom on it. So is there anybody that has any questions? I just know it was like a little bit tougher for me to get through because it's I don't I don't feel like that's exactly my lane, but it was very it was helpful to hear it anyways. But it was kind of tough because I'm like it's not really what I I know that I don't think that's my gift, okay. so it was harder for me to understand it. But I'm really grateful now for the people that do it, and um, yeah, and that can work in that field of administration and do the behind the scenes type of work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so to, I just want to, I want to kind of redefine administration just with what you were saying a little bit for the kingdom side of it. So with, with the administration, it, you'll often see it both behind the scenes and on the front Mm -hmm. because, and that's where I think, um, Paul's making the distinction between the two when we just read, uh, in Timothy, Mm -hmm. when he says the elders and then those that preach and teach. Mm -hmm. So, so there, there's both dual function in front of and behind, but, I think it's great that, uh, like you said, it, it allows you to appreciate. Yeah. And, and, and it was tougher for me, but it was, yeah. I appreciate it. And you can actually recognize it too. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that that person, you, you should be able to recognize that person preaches and teaches, but they really don't walk in an administrative gift. That person walks in an administrative gift, but they really don't preach and teach. Or, oh, that person is responsible for a body, is, is steering and also preaches and teaches, and you'll be able to to recognize those, and then act accordingly as God would have you. Yeah. So I have a question slash clarification. Yeah. So I I understand what you're saying. Like you can be in the fivefold and not have the gift of administration. Yes. But would it be correct to say that for a person to be an elder, they should have that gift of administration? Those two should go hand in hand. Uh, according to what I'm reading in scripture, yeah. Okay. There is no eldership without an, an a gift of a minute because literally if you define what scripture defines an elder as is an administrator. It's just another word used. Mm-hmm. It, it, the reason they use elder is because you should not be an administrator unless you're older in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And that word elder has nothing to do with your natural age. It has to do with your spiritual age. It, an elder... When you look up the word elder in the Greek, it, it's a spiritually mature person is, is what that defines. And so they, they actually are the same thing. Elder and administrator are the same word. They're just used differently. What I mean by apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, not being an administrator is, again, you can have an evangelist that preaches and is preaches from the pulpit, da, 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 but does not govern the church. And so uh, a lot of times I think we get this mixed up and we talk about the governing offices of the church. No, those are functioning offices that empower and equip the church, but not necessarily govern. The govern the governance of the church is from the elders, which are, and you see that, the apostles and the elders, it says. Because it's, in my opinion, and what I 
in, in my understanding of scripture, I would say, and what seems right to me in the Holy Spirit is that there's no way for you to be an apostle uh, and not have the gift of administrative because that's essentially what an apostle does. Even if you, um, if you read, he's telling Titus, for this reason I left you in Crete, that you should set in order the things that are lacking and appoint elders. And we, we, we read and we saw in Acts 15 that one of the roles of an administrator is to organize, to raise up, to place, to impart, to steer, and they rely heavenly on, on, on wisdom. And so if an apostle's not doing all those things, I don't know what they're doing, you know, what that role would be. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you definitely be a prophet and not an administrator? Um, you know, you could be an evangelist and, and, and not a minister. I don't, yeah. Where I want to say it in my mind is it's going to come out like um, an administrator. Are there different offices of administrations? Um, can you be operating in an office of administration? Not all of them, because mm-hmm. some people do operate in all of them. I've I've seen that. Uh, let's say like you're gifted in. Um, like finance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And you can you can be operating in the gift of administration and finance. That would be a talent. That's a talent. Th- this is this is specifically different. the divine ability from the Holy Spirit to mm-hmm. govern the church. Okay. Okay. In that that's context. Right. So it's not like I, I went to college and have a degree in administration and now I get unfortunately that thought pattern has crept up into the church mm-hmm. and, it, and, and well they're an administrator and I may get an administrative assistant okay. that helps me administer mm-hmm. but th- what are they doing they're an administrative assistant they're helping me right. administer right. do you see okay. what I'm saying yeah. but people go get degrees to learn administration okay. but that doesn't necessarily mean that they have the divine ability okay. and gift to govern a body of Christ. That's what, when he says in 1 Corinthians 12, 28, and God has appointed these in the church, first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healings, helps or service, mm-hmm. and, and which we're going to get into helps and service as well. But administrations, uh, that is a specific gift, a divine ability given. That, that So when it says, it could it could read this way. The apostles, the administrators, and the brethren. Okay. When he wrote that letter, right. So, but again, el- elder and an administrator are actually the same thing. So I know that our mind, because of the way that the world works and the 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 work environments, we hear administrator and administrations, and we immensely think like, well, he's an edu- he's the administer over education, or he's this or that in the natural. Right. But this is spe- speaking specifically of a grace given by the Holy Spirit to govern a church. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's yeah. usually the senior pastor. Right. So it's right. not like coordination. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's usually the senior. No, it's not coordinate. It's not it's not being a coordinator. Right. It's different. So it's usually the senior pastor and then a group of elders or you, you see it's 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 the apostles and the elders. Like they're it's the they're making decisions on the steering of the church. Yeah. Sometimes it's a, a, a board, you know, some churches, they have boards, some have deacon boards, some have this elder boards, 
in, they're making the decisions on the direction of the church. Right. Yeah. But you can have a, a an evangelist operating in your church, a fivefold minister operating in the church, and they have no administration, no direction of steering the church. They may be operating under the vision that God has given, mm-hmm. and they may be a part and a piece of that, and they may be a big piece of that that you see all the time, mm-hmm. but they're not steering the direction of the church. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's that gift of ministry. It doesn't necessarily mean somebody that comes in an office and organizes everything and does this and do that. It's mm-hmm. it's that ability to hear and and steer the ship. Mm-hmm. That's the best. It's a pilot that's steering the we ship. We misuse that so much. Right. Yes, we do. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. you know, you think administrator, the first yeah. impression of an administrator yeah. is somebody who recognizes, that sees talents, and utilizes that person in capacity. Yes. However, the administrator would give the direction to the coordinator and tell them, this is where we want to go. Okay, and you take your people and utilize their skills to make it happen. Well, it just happened in the book of Acts. We just read it in Acts chapter 15. The administrators, the apostles and the elders, and and then they brought the brethren in Mm -hmm. as well. They brought the community. Hey, what do you think? This is the direction. Does this bear witness with you? Okay, we're going to write this letter. Mm -hmm. And then what did they do? They get handed over to Paul and Barnabas and Silas and Barsabas and said, all right, Go, go fulfill the vision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go take the decree and, and work it out. Right. You coordinate and get it done. Right. Yeah. We think coordinators and administrator, but it, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually not. A CEO of a company in the natural would be more like an administrator. In the yeah. board would be of that company would actually be if you had to give it a natural. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. but this is not. This is a, this is not a natural talent. Mm-hmm. It can manifest that way. Like, um, I personally, when I got to Red Wing, um, that this type of gift began to manifest in my life and it benefited the Red Wing, but I can tell you it had nothing to do with that. I didn't go to school. I didn't learn it. It was a supernatural switch that literally went off Mm -hmm. and I had this, this, this divine ability that I did not have before. Like it just, it wasn't there Mm -hmm. and now it's there, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and it actually differs from leadership. Leadership is actually more of a coordinator. We're, and we're, we're, I'm getting ahead of myself, and right. we'll talk about it. But the the well, gift of leadership, the the gift of leadership is 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 different than administration. Right. In my own field of uh, of work, yeah, you know, you have people on the crew, anywhere from six to eight people, and they all have different skills. Yeah, and then the foreman or coordinator. Yeah. We'll tell each two-man crew where to go, what to do. Mm-hmm. This is what I want you to do. Don't worry about the whole big picture. Just worry about your piece of the puzzle. Yes. And then he gets, as the foreman, gets his direction from his, we'll call him area foreman or mm-hmm. general foreman, which is the administrator, who says, okay, this is what we decided. This is the course of action we want to take. And when it's finished, this is what we want it to look like. Yeah. So now you need to break off these crews into different areas and make sure they can bring all these pieces together. That's 100% right. So in the church world, you'd have an administrator or administrators. It, it, it actually, God's heart is for multiple. Sometimes, you, you know, when, when you're first starting out and you're smaller, it, it isn't like that. But God's heart is always, you just see it. He's family. He's multi, he had 12 apostles. He called them. Boom. You know what I mean? It, it was very rarely that there was just... I mean, even when Peter, you know, it's like Peter and Andrew, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
He's calling. He's just a. He's just like that. He he loves people and multiple, and in different perspectives and different gifts that he likes to place and see people function together. Look at heaven. There's like all these different angels and they're all working together to bring him glory and, and you know it's all beautiful. And look at nature. You know it just all functions together. That's just God's way. And so, in the church world, you have an administrator who often has also, uh, again, it goes back to that ability to place and recognize giftings inside of people. So I may recognize a gift inside of Chris and pull it out and say, you know, or whoever is an elder administrator, pull that gift out and say, hey, I think you'd be really good over here. And some of those people are going to be, there's going to be leadership gifts recognizing them, which again, I'm getting way ahead of myself here. But but you would then put them in roles, and so you if you break apart the church, you say, okay, we have evangelism, you know, we have the prophetic ministry, we have helps and um, you know counseling over here, and we have uh, uh, like like food over here, and we have the, and, and we have kids over here, and he re- oh my gosh, like there's a grace on Sharon's life for children, like I see that, I recognize that they're drawn to her, like I'm seeing that I have the ability, an administrator has a divine ability to see and recognize that gift and pull it out and call it out in them and set them like a, like a stone or a tool in their pop, proper place. And then they be, and you know it because they begin to flourish. It'll be evidence like, Oh my God, they came alive. And that's, that's the way God does it. And unfortunately we get an idea. Well, I just really want to do this. And I think I'm best this way. And I'm thinking I'm that best way, but God didn't really, he designed it that way. Like, and it should be bearing witness in you. It should be bearing witness with you, but that's part of the structure in which God uses. So he does gift administrators in order to help you discover what your gift and calling is, to pull it out and get you set in the proper place, and then you begin to come alive and flourish. You asked my wife what happened the day I left Red Wing and we started ministry. It was like it, it, something because I, I was put in my proper place, and it just went, does that mean it's been easy and perfect? Every, no, but I came alive. You know, I'm sitting here teaching right now. I'm in my proper, I'm coming alive because it's, I'm in my proper place. Does that make sense? And you will be too, as you're set in those places. And some of you may be leaders and we usually call them directors. And again, I'm getting ahead of myself. And then you'll have helps and service underneath. And it just, Mm -hmm. God has a structure. He has a structure and he has an order of things in the church. And we, we want to be super free in the spirit. But you got to understand that there is grace and anointing in God's order. When God sets order, there's a gra- like there was a reason God said, "Hey, slaughter this bull this way, cut it this way, have this, have that," because He knew it mimicked heaven, like the whole structure and everything yeah. mimicked, and He knew it would access spiritual graces. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And so when God comes into a church and He adds structure, it's not to confine; it's never to confine the Holy Spirit. It's actually to activate and stir up what's already been put in you by the Holy Spirit and see it move. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, so many times in construction, they get it backwards. The general foreman or administrators, yeah. they think that the foreman worked for them. Yeah. And the foreman thinks that the crew works for them. <laughs> but it's backward. Yes. Okay? Because the foreman works for the men. Yes. And the general foreman administrator works for the foreman or coordinator. Because I've told foremen so many times, I am a model employee if I can get three things from you. Yeah. I need quality tools, yeah. adequate material, and good clear direction. Yeah. If any one of those three things is missing, then it's not really my failure. Yeah. 
it's yours. Yeah. So technically, the administrators, they're serving, they're working for the people that are actually got their hands on the tools. They're the ones that are actually serving. They're beneath the workmen yeah. in, in that respect, but they get it backwards in construction. Well, that's because the world looks at leadership like this mm-hmm. with the administrator on the top, yeah. if you will. Yeah. And the world looks at it this, but the kingdom is not so. And Jesus said, if you want to be the first, you've got to be the lead. You're servant of all. It's, that's why Paul, in my opinion, the greatest of the apostles, I, I, Peter's a close, or John, I mean, it's tough. It's like Peter, Paul, and John, which one? It's hard to see, because John like, didn't die. Like, you know, it's like, but Peter, he got to go, like, so who is it? But Paul, like, and Paul gets it, and that's why Paul goes, yeah, I'm the least of the apostles. Because Paul, like, he, if out of all, and it, it, the mechanics of the church I'm sorry, I don't think any one of them got it like Paul. Paul had a grace for the mechanics of the church mm-hmm. and the way the Lord right. does things. You know, in each one, John, like, knew the love of the Lord and had a revelation of Jesus, like, nobody, to the point where he, he, he had such a revelation that Jesus is life that you couldn't kill him. They tried to boil him and he wouldn't even die. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Peter is like, gets the authority of God and like, you know, he understands and being a shepherd, he gets that, like shepherding the people. And Peter just, is, he just gets it. And he, he brings a balance of warning and love and and Peter just gets it. And, he, and they both, they, they, they all three show this beautiful thing. But anyway, Paul, he, he gets it and he says, I'm the least of all. Because the kingdom is like this. It's a funnel. It's a funnel. And when and so when you, you get appointed an administrator, a leader, or whatever in the church, a director is a term we like to use for leaders nowadays. You know, administrator, we like to say senior leader or whatever, um, you know, or elder boards or whatever. So, um, but a you get appointed a leader, a director, or whatever, you, this is the world's attitude is this pomp and pompous, I'm somebody now and I got a title, but that ain't the kingdom. Yeah. No, no, it's like in construction, we see that where the, the guys come to resent their foreman because he's like, I'm your boss, you do what I say. Yeah. You know, but the boss isn't giving them what they need to succeed. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. I'm going to tell you guys this, and it's not to pat myself on the back, it's to teach you because guess whose job it is to teach you? Mm-hmm. It's my job to teach you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stand before Jesus. When I serve at Glory Nights, one of the main things that I do, and I, I am often under Brian administrating the the event like I'm 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 assisting him and I'm I'm the they call it the lead volunteer. So you're I'm a, I'm a, a a director if you will. That's by area. Brian's the administrator, I would be a a coordinator or a director in that sense. But what I understand is I am not above as the lead volunteer, I'm not above the other volunteers. It's actually my job to go around and make sure they have everything they need. And I'm bringing them water. Can I bring you? And they're all like, well, we should be bringing you. I'm like, no, you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. I don't say that. But in my mind, I'm going, no, you don't get kingdom if you think that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the honor. And they're trying, actually, or they do get kingdom. And they're double honoring. <laughs> and I'm wrong. Do you see what I'm saying? Because yeah. that's how it works. Yeah. You yeah. reap what you sow. But I'm going around, hey. You know, you're stuck at the station serving and you can't leave the registration table. Would you like a glass of water? I'll go get you a glass of water. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Do you have everything you need to do? What you're, you're, My job is to serve you and make sure you're able to serve the other people. Mm-hmm. That's a leader. 
And that's what I want to understand because there's many of you in this room that may at some point be leaders and be those things. And some of you may be administrators that one day God may promote you. I, I don't know. But here's the thing. That's a, you better look at Titus. But anyway, so it's a terrible blessing. It's, yeah. Well, and, and it's it, you're not. It's not a promotion. It's yeah. a demotion. It's a yeah. you, you know you get less. Like yeah. like understand my life has the more I've been promoted in God, the less my life is mine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oftentimes, I won't take a position at work as a foreman, just because I want to have the ability to report off. And if I'm a boss, if I'm a boss, then I can't take a day off. But if I'm one of eight, I can go. You know what? I'm not coming in today. Hey, what what happens? What happens on Sunday if I just don't feel like getting out of bed on Sunday? Right. It's we'll, the same thing. We'll muddle through, but but you, <laughs> you know. But you, you, do you see what I'm saying? But there's grace, though, and sometimes you got to be willing to recognize. Sometimes there's not grace. Yeah, yeah. And there's some people like like Paul literally says, if you desire to be an overseer, if you desire to be an administrator, if you desire to have that, it's a great desire. But hey, here's the qualifications, and like you better make sure. I used to tell there's a guy I I I, I knew. And walked with him in life. And he was convinced he was called to ministry. Big misunderstanding of fivefold ministry and administration in the church. And governance in the church. There's, they're actually very, they're, they, they can commingle, but they're more defined. Like offices and functions are different. We're not talking about apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastor, teacher, which are functions in the church. Okay? They're functions. But the governance is different. Right? I believe an apostle should be an administrator. It, you just, it's just clear in scripture. Um, but when it comes to prophet evangelist, pastor, teacher, you're not all of a sudden like, well, I'm an evangelist. So now I can administer and govern the church. It doesn't really work that way. But anyway, you, maybe you are, but you have to have that gift. But anyway, um, where was I going with that? I knew a person, um, just to give you an example, I did life with and was convinced they were, but they, there was like no grace to live the standard or at least they weren't accessing it. They weren't accessing it. And like you, you, you want to convince me and others that you have this gift on your life, but like it says not given to wine, you know, but you, by you saying, well, and again, how many of you know that if you have a glass of wine at home, that's not being given to, to wine. I'm not giving you permission to drink. I'm saying, follow your convictions and the Bible is not, it's, it's gray there, mm -hmm. but it also says follow the law of the land, which again, that's, you know, but 0 0.08 would be drunk. So that's more than, that's like a whole glass of wine. You're there. So like, you know, you're impaired, which is drunk. So it's your choice. One beer, maybe beer and a half drunk. Now you're impaired. There's a line. So do what, you, you know, be led of the Holy Spirit. But when it says not given to much wine, but you're saying the Holy Spirit does not care that you get drunk or drink multiple beers, you're by your own confession disqualifying you from saying that you have the, the grace to be an administrator. Why? Because the Lord is not going to, he's not confused. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I, 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 there's no way God calls me and graces me to be an administrator and then tells me I'm allowed to get drunk. Because it says not given to much wine. 
There's no way that all of a sudden tomorrow I'm going to have a revelation that, oh, I can have a second wife. You know, yeah. like, it's just uh, yeah. not... No, you'll still have one. <laughs> <laughs> Before I return. That's why I love children were living outside of the home, nowhere near, they weren't having any stability in their life. I could not in any with any degree of certainty sit down, have a couple of shots of whiskey and be certain that they wouldn't pick up their phone and call, "Hey dad, I'm broke down somewhere." Yeah. And have to be able to pick up and go. Yeah. So in, in the interest of of being able to pick up and go, mm-hmm. I had to abstain. Yeah. Now I found my way around that because I bought them both AAA memberships. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, that that I, might that I, might be I, an administrative I, I, gift I, I, we're I, seeing I, arise I, there. I, I, he I, might I, he might he keeps saying he don't want to be a foreman, yeah. but he's awfully I, wise. So it's like, <laughs> I, I gave him it, I, on Christmas. I told him I said I'd like to introduce you to your new dad. Yeah. His numbers on the back. If you need a tow, call him up. He's got a truck. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I never had to. Yeah. yeah, Adriana did though. Plenty. Yeah. Plenty. I think she burnt through her toes in the first month. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but is this does it make sense on administration and the difference in recognizing it again? I want to. We got that word administrator is it's elder and it's 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 really captain of ship, the divine calling which empowers someone to lead in affairs relating to the church. It's that divine ability. And again, some have it and some don't. And But it comes back to that place of, you know, he who uh, wishes to be first must be last. And uh, you, you want to be a ruler in the household of God, you must become a servant of all. Let me tell you that it, it's a high price. And, but, you know, there's, and if you're graced to pay it, that's fine. I, I, I mean, it took an adjustment period with my wife and I, you, you know, when, when we started down this journey, like getting used to it's, and, and I, and here's the weird thing is somewhere in people's minds, like for some reason, they don't correlate ministry with the same understanding that they do like a doctor. You know, if I was a doctor and I got a call at one in the morning because there was a patient down, dying down, and there was an emergency at the emergency room, and I had to get out of bed and fly over there at one in the morning, nobody would think twice about it. But somebody's having a a, a, a demonic attack, or somebody died, and they need somebody there, and I left in the middle of that, and go, people be like, "What? Why'd you do that? You should. Why are you? It's but it." The doctor would be celebrated and revered for those actions. Yes, you'd be like, "What you left?" Or, or God tells me to go to you know Columbia for a week. How dare you leave your your you know? By the way, right after I'm about to have a newborn baby, how dare you leave your wife and a toddler and a baby? Like that's that doesn't make sense. Yeah, but you don't understand that I have to obey the call to go and preach the gospel. But you wouldn't have an issue if I was a truck driver and my job demanded that I leave for ten days at a time. Mm, wow. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. But people's mind, like literally, 
My my, well, I'm not gonna name names. We've had family members <laughs> that that literally have said things like that, like. Well, there's no reason why you do that. But if I was a truck driver, it would yeah. be like, oh, yeah, that's Family just... Family be understanding, well, that's his job. He that's his job. Ha- he just has to. Yeah. You know? So, again, these things, they're great. They're adventurous sometimes, you know. I mean, but we, we make we make ministry out sometimes. And it's not ter- hard. I love, like, it, and, and when you're in the will of God, like, I, like, even on the hardest, most exhausting day, you know, man, there's so much treasure in heaven when you do it with joy. You know, so when you guys serve and you, I want you to have that attitude because you can quickly fall into the temptation of, ugh, I have to go to church and serve. I ha-. No, you get to. And if you do it in the right attitude and you do it for the Lord and not for all the wrong reasons, you're laying up eternal treasure and it is worth more than a gazillion dollars on this planet, you know, because it's eternal in value. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have a bad attitude, ask God to change it. He will. He I know, will. I know he will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's his will. I was thinking about my cabin, my property, and then I thought about my dad today. I was thinking about my dad today and how he passed away. And when he passed away, we as his kids had to go through and figure out what to do with all of his stuff because he didn't take any of it with him. None of it. You know, all that stuff was left behind. Yeah. You know, he didn't go into eternity with anything. But what you do in the context of this community for the Lord, you're taking with you. You're taking with you. I mean, look around, guys. It's Wednesday night, and I know no, I know some would be here that, and 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 I'm not speaking. Please no, don't. No, no. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, is like you know, you have core, you have people that are available. A lot of a lot of times it is schedule and it's not hearts. But what I'm saying is, like, understand that whatever you do in the context of the community has eternal value. Mm-hmm. It has eternal value. It's serious stuff. It actually, it, it, it pays way better wages. Mm-hmm. That You know, I, I served. Sunday's double time in the union. Hallelujah. Hey, I, I served. I, I, well, it's normal hours in the kingdom. So, yeah. so, so it's 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 Tuesday night. Tuesday that's the night. yeah. So that's the yeah, double. Thursday mornings. Yeah, it's yeah, Thursday morning. Yeah, Thursday mornings is double. So we're doing double time in the morning at yeah. the church. Yeah, but uh, so but guys, I and I'm not again. I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm using my life to teach from. Jesus did this, you know. Um, well, the apostles, Paul and, and, and all of them, but, um, you know, I, I, I served the first year as, um, a, a, the, whatever he, administrative person here in this community without a salary. I don't know if I'll ever get as much reward as I did that first year. No, you, you know, I don't know. No, I hope so. But understand, that's the way the kingdom works. I had no payment on this side of heaven. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So everything done the first year was put in that account. Hallelujah. That's a good example of tithing too. Sometimes you don't see the blessings right away. Sometimes you have to be faithful and faithful and faithful until God wants to reveal that to you. That's it. Even if you don't see your finances like snapping yeah. into place yet, yeah, seeing those right. blessings, you just got to keep on being faithful because he's faithful. That's it. You put your seed in the ground in April. You don't usually harvest until September or October. There's a season that passes. And you ain't seeing nothing if it's potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. There's no no proof that that's actually working out at all until harvest time. Exactly. You know? (laughs) You ain't got no... And sometimes it actually looks dead. Yeah. 
dinner or those times right after church you might get a free meal or something you know like that's right like sometimes it's like god's like hey yep. love you i had somebody <laughs> give uh they gave uh i think it was like forty dollars and then messaged me an hour later and somebody gave him a hundred dollar gift card Right after they gave forty dollars, really? it was like somebody just wow. gave me. Oh my gosh! Like yeah. Wow. That happened to me one time. I was uh, I was led to give somebody to a mission trip. Yeah. And the very next day, my car insurance company called me and said they gave, they got me the best car insurance and it was like, like thirty bucks cheaper than what I paid or something like that. Yeah. Like. Now we're getting into my messages. Okay. We're talking about the gift of giving, yeah. but um, I, I want to point out in the seven serving gifts, so that you come short and no gift. So again, there is an invitation. To, to, to receive an administrative gift. But you better know what you're asking for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Paul said it. Hey, it's a good thing to aspire to be an overseer, which is an administrator. Right. So anytime you see bishop, overseer, elder in the Bible, and you read that, I want you to think gift of administration. Mm-hmm. It's a great thing to aspire to that. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. But again, you should earnestly desire the most helpful gifts. But remember, it ain't... It ain't about position and title in the kingdom. Right, that's for sure. Listen, the, the, the highest ranking member in the kingdom of God was whipped and beaten and sped upon and tortured and a crown of thorns placed on his head and died. Died hanging to a cross as a curse. Mm-hmm. Highest ranking member in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Just remember that. Many of the apostles followed the same exact death and saw it as a privilege saw it as a privilege to be stretched apart do you understand that they took thomas quote unquote mr doubting thomas which i've actually heard a sermon on that that said that presented thomas a little different than Mm -hmm. doubting that he actually just was so overwhelmed with emotion that he was like i i i can't believe i know like, don't play with my emotions. Like, I, don't tease me. I need to see him. I've heard it presented that way, too. Mm-hmm. I like um, that version. Yeah, I do, too. But you know, you know how Thomas died? They strung him up horse on four horses mm-hmm. and a, 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 str- a rope on each foot Drawn and, on, and on each arm, yeah. and they pulled him apart. Right. Yeah, drawn yeah. and corded. Yeah. Yeah. And, he, and, and, and they saw that as a privilege. Peter's like... No, 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 hang me upside down because I'm not worthy to be crucified as my Lord was and gets crucified upside down. He actually makes a request on how to die, yeah. you know, and, it, and, it, and it's not even about him. Yeah. Most of us would be like, hey, could you like hit me in the head first? Could you like yeah. make sure I don't starve and like only do it for two or three days? Peter's like, no, actually, you can probably, because I bet you hanging upside down is worse. Prolong my suffering, please. Yeah, because of the Lord. I'm not even thinking about me. I'm thinking about him. Yeah. Think about that, guys. Like, and and why am I saying all this? Not to be gruesome, because I want, I want us to get it. The Holy Spirit seems good to me and to the Holy Spirit that we would get this thing right, that it is about other people and that when you're tired. And when maybe you don't feel like smiling, when maybe you don't feel like talking to that other person, we don't feel like praying for somebody, we don't feel like going that extra mile and 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 driving and picking somebody up from church or 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 dropping food off or 
asking somebody or calling somebody and ask them how that day that you'll remember it has nothing to do but you, but you are allowed to step into that realm of servanthood that, that when Jesus decided to come to the earth, he didn't walk when he first decided to put his feet, God put his feet on the planet. He didn't come ruling and reigning. He came serving and you get to be that and enter in to that. It is a privilege for me to sit here and minister to you tonight and step into Jesus as teacher, you know, and operate in the ministry of teaching you his nature and his ways of thinking and his wisdom. That is an honor and a privilege. I don't look at it as, uh, as, as some kind of title. I look at it as an opportunity to serve you. You'll know, you'll know when people teach and preach, and this is, this is, I mean, the sermon's over, but this is bonus material. You'll know when people are preaching and teaching for themselves and for your yes. applause or when they're preaching and teaching to empower you and, and, and bring you into a way of living, the only way of living, which is the way of Jesus, because that will bring such life. Thank you.